0: I've been having weird dreams. Had a weird dream. Oh I had a weird boy. dream last night. What'd you dream about? I, I, I'm a dog guy, and not not because I dislike cats, but because I I don't understand them. Yeah. I can't, you know. I I can grok a dog. I get it. I I, I grew up with dogs. I kind of understand That's how they illegal.
1: function. <laughs> Groking dogs. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on the state, but I would advise against it. I think. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, I think Oregon is a a non-grocking state if you look it up. Yeah. In
0: this dream, uh, I found a kitten. Like a a beat up kitten. And, you know, I'm not going to leave it. I'm not heartless. So I, you know, take it and it's all it's gross. And I get it cleaned up and, you know, get it to the vet. And it won't. But it won't leave me alone. It's like. I gotta. It it has to go everywhere with me in my pocket of my coat or in whatever. It's always on me. Like ah, you know, now I'm the kitten guy. That's cool for now. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, I guess I'm doing this now. Well, and it was like at first it was like ah, this fills me with love and joy. (laughs) And then I, and then I found another kitten. Oh no! I'm like oh man, this kitten's pretty beat up too. Well, I can't just leave it. I better get it checked out. (laughs) So I did. And I had two kittens. And then I found another kitten. And by the end of this dream, I was a cat guy and I was like I don't I don't want these cats. I like I don't I can't get rid of them. I can't like I I can't let these cats be hurt or injured. You know, I can't throw them out in the street, right? But I don't want all these cats fuck these cats Hmm. fuck cats (laughs) it's a
1: terrible dream should i be the jerk that's like all right well let's examine this uh (laughs) the cat represents responsibility
0: oh i mean clearly the cat the cats are my responsibilities of which i have i have too many and they all are dependent on me i mean (laughs) obviously
1: i'm a cat i'm one of those cats I feel very guilty. (laughs) It is without doubt that I am one of those cats. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean,
0: I could decide to get rid of the cats, I could take the cats (laughs) to (laughs) the.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so anyway uh this is surviving creativity the podcast about following your dreams becoming your own boss and surviving the process i'm one-third of your host scott kurtz
0: i'm two-thirds of your host Corey cassoni
2: And I'll form the head. I'm Brad Geiger, and I am three-thirds of the show. Uh, Hey, please go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Surviving Creativity is made possible by listener support at patreon.com slash surviving creativity.
1: Are we doing the end at the beginning? That's the smoothest we've ever done it. Corey, don't fuck it up. <laughs> Wait, why aren't we doing the
2: end at the beginning? This is the beginning. I, I think I we should know. do this. I think we should do that at both sides. Whoa. Because yeah, listen, by the time we get to the end, they turn it off. They're not going to hear all the great stuff we've got going on at Patreon. Right now, we got their attention. <laughs>
1: then that jazz, once that jazz starts. Hell yes. Well, this is that. Technically, this here. is after. the Oh,
0: you mean in the jazz at the end. Well, I mean, if they want to know about the Patreon stuff. Then they'll, if they become a patron of any level, they'll get access to the outtakes and the bonus episodes and all the, all the jazz, frankly. Yeah. I
2: should post the jazz. I should post the whole track. Yeah, you should. I think it's very good. I got
1: a, my grandmother gave me a birthday gift. She didn't even, wasn't even aware she gave me. What's that? My grandmother. uh, So as of this recording, I'm stuck in Dallas uh, looking after my ailing father who has suffered now. His third stroke, two Boys. in a row, and uh, and is just basically kind of like – his attitude is like, fuck you, 2018. Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my grandmother is – everyone's worried about me. I'm not the one that had the stroke, but everyone's like, oh, uh. my God, you've been away from home for two months. You haven't seen your wife. What about your business? Are you eating? That's the thing. Like, despite all evidence to the contrary, everyone's worried I'm eating. it's like my whole life has led to this moment i can now use these reserves (laughs) but my grandmother every time i see her which is often she's slipping me cash because i shouldn't have to cook i should make it easy on myself and so uh because the food here is terrible and eating out every day would be gross because everything here is fried. I've just been saving it until I had enough to buy that camera I wanted (laughs) (laughs) So Thanks, Oma, for the camera. You didn't know you got me. So, Brad. Yes. Uh, How you been? No. (laughs) So, Brad, uh, you recently went to uh, a little shindig thrown by the good people at uh, Patreon.
2: Oh, by the way, that was the that was something that I so I learned a lot at Patreon on tour, uh, and it's going to be coming to Seattle, Austin, oh. Chicago, and L.A. And if it comes to a city near you, uh, for example, Scott, I can't strongly suggest enough. Or I can't suggest strongly enough that you go. It, it, it I was will. filled with tons of great information. They had an open bar, which I thought was very classy, you know. So I had a couple pinot noirs while we were waiting in the little social time beforehand. Then they did a presentation where they drilled deep on a lot of the data they've been gathering from overhead, you know, watching all of the different Patreon campaigns go. And then they had time at the end for just networking. You just, you, you got a name tag that said like, my name is Brad and I do comics. And you just walk around and kind of like cold introduce yourself to people. And of course, everybody had an easy conversation starter, which is pretty much, what do you do? And then before you knew it, you were talking. So if you're a little socially anxious, like I am, uh, it, this is an easy one. This is an easy because you've got, you've automatically got something to talk about. Uh, and then you network for a little while and it would, kind of kibitz, and then off you go. It was, I think, between six and nine uh, p.m. Uh, so it was a three hour deal and well worth uh, the time to grab a ticket for this thing and show up. And I brought back tons of stuff.
0: This is a one night Patreon promo press tour thing
2: like, yeah I, I, I I've been trying to find the right words for it it's not a some the closest I come is a is a conference it's like a seminar or an open house uh, but it's one night uh, and it was on a Thursday night which was a little bit awkward because I had to take the train in from Philly but uh, it was it was still fantastic worth it
0: and the attendees were only people that had Patreons already
2: Another fascinating point. Some of them hadn't even started yet. were are just interested. Interesting. And then some yeah. of them had started like the first year. And then there was people like, like they said, how many people have been here since, you know, 2017 2000, and they got all the way back to uh, 2014 and me and a couple other people raised their hands like we've been around for since the beginning, but it, it ran the gamut from people like myself to people who hadn't even started and were just trying to get their feet wet
0: that's so cool.
2: Yeah. And and like I so what they do is is they've got a slideshow and they I mean this whole thing is about spreading information. So if you're not able to go, go over to webcomics.com. I made it a free post so it's not behind the paywall. I po- I posted the entire slideshow at webcomics.com so you can see all of this deep data that they shared. Uh it's it's fantastic, it's well worth just flipping through. Uh, But we'll put a we'll put a link to it in the show notes as well. Yeah, by all means. But here's so here's the headline for me. And we we've got so much stuff to talk about. But the headline for me is that when Patreon now describes itself, when they talk about who they are, what they do, they don't talk about themselves in terms of a tip jar, which is very much how it started. When they talk about themselves, they are very careful to use terminology that positions themselves as a membership service. In fact, they said, we're a funnel for facilitating membership and for valuable content. And what that told me was two things. Uh, really, one thing, but number one, they've taken a step away from that whole idea. Remember, go back to, I think it was the first or second Surviving Creativity, when we had Jack Conti in. And he, he, yeah. he gave us the example of, I realized when, when I posted a video, I had as many as two football stadiums full of people who were watching that. And if I could just get a couple of them to, you know, donate a dollar every month, well, that's a tip jar approach. And we've talked about that a lot here. And, yeah, yeah. uh, and, and what they say is, and, and their metrics are showing this as well. Exclusive content is the prime driver of new pledges. So they don't even talk about this whole tip jar thing. They define themselves as a membership service. They and that's that's going to be crucial to understand because that's also, and I'm gonna have a couple of examples of this. That's also going to tell you where they're headed in the future.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: Man, that's interesting. And so much of a better way to frame it as like a membership platform, yes. I think. And the reason, you know, what the prime reason why I think why? There are better tip jar services mm-hmm. than Patreon. Just, they're just better ones. There are better services for giving somebody a buck that don't require a lot of hullabaloo. Mm-hmm. You know, Patreon requires accounts and signups and. There's a, there's a lot of hoops to jump through to just give somebody a dollar. Right. If you want to, if you want to just give somebody a buck, there are better services. Mm -hmm. PayPal is still a better service. What is the one, uh, Kofi or Kofi? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but that's, it's a better service. Here's a link. You can send me a buck Venmo. (laughs) Send me a dollar. You know what I mean? Like there, there are much better services.
1: So Brad, you're, you're saying that exclusive content being the primary driver. Yeah. So, so the concept being that we do better if our podcast wasn't available to everyone, only to people that pay for it.
2: Nope. Nope. That's a, that's, that's a great question. So let's, so let's talk about that. Um, And I just want to, if you hear me flipping pages, I'm sorry, I've got so many notes from this, (laughs) but yeah, but so let's go through this. Patreon says that exclusive content is their primary driver. In other words, 36% uh, of of the people who are patrons on Patreon, 36 of them say they are there because of the exclusive content. The next closest is early access at 17%, but they stressed that although that is good at getting people in the door, it's not sticky. It doesn't keep them there. Right. Okay? Right. So and then after that is physical rewards, which surprises the hell out of me at 13.4%. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've talked. got. What
1: you? You thought it'd be higher or I, lower?
2: I think it would be much lower because you give all your money back wow. on shipping. Yeah. And, and I've always advised against it. Scott, you said, would we do better if we were making Surviving Creativity exclusive? And the answer is no. In fact, that's the next thing that they said. Uh, Patreon is a membership service. It's not a vehicle for audience engagement. Instead, you bring your engaged audience to Patreon. Okay, so okay. what they're saying is that the things they see work is something like you do a podcast on uh, that's freely available, and then you do a sideshow or a secondary deal, and that's an exclusive, or very similar to what I right, am okay. doing. You do a public web comic, and then you do a side comic that's an exclusive. And that's what they're seeing is that finding that balance, that one thing that you do that generates the big uh, get everybody in the tent, and then that other thing that you pitch to them now that you got them in the tent.
0: Hmm. Okay. That, I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. That that I feel like we knew that before their data showed.
2: Well, it. well yes and no. I mean, a lot of this stuff we kind of we it's like, for example, exclusive content. We've been banging the drum on that for a long time, but. um, some of this stuff, you'd be surprised how often it comes up. I, in fact, I, I, I field this question on places like webcomics.com an awful lot. How do we balance an exclusive uh, Patreon with a free webcomic? How, we, you know, how do we do that exclusive thing? How do we engage an audience? Uh, these questions come up all the time. And, and so I think this is part of what, if I'm seeing that at my level, uh, they've got to be seeing it at a huge level. And these are the things that clearly they're trying to address, gaps in people's knowledge.
0: I mean, we're all in agreement that that exclusive content brings yeah. in new users. Like that's we've always found that to be obvious just from our own experience. And now we have confirmation based on their numbers is what you're saying,
2: based on their data. So this gets even more interesting and I'm saving some blockbuster stuff in a little bit. Oh, by the way, subscribe to the Patreon blog. I don't get anything for saying that, but a lot of this stuff they've discussed in great detail uh, over there. And this is one of them. They said they saw a lot of benefit from mixing short and long form incentives. Now I've always advised people against long form incentives and that's where you say if you're a patreon patron for 3 months you get xyz or be my patron and at the end of the year you get xyz and they're huh. they're not saying to do that certainly exclusively but they're saying that they see really good results from people who are an emphasis here doing both Uh, They were very careful to make this very clear that if you expect someone to give you a monthly payment, you need to pony up a monthly reward. And that reward has to have value or perceived value. But they're saying that if you've got that base covered, if you're doing a good job of generating a monthly reward for monthly payment and people see that as having value, then you can drive that even further by adding in long form incentives, like if you, you know, like I said, if you are somebody that's around for three months and four months and so on and so forth, then you get these bigger things. Now, the problem that for uh, those of us who are uh, doing Patreon for a while, the problem with this is because I actually do this. I've got a couple reward tiers where you, basically the, the reward pays out every second pledge or every third pledge. And, uh, it's, it's, I, I, I literally. If I knew spreadsheets better, I'd probably track it on a spreadsheet. I literally have a Photoshop file that I call up and, you know, through a system of like highlighter swoops and uh, symbols to myself, keep track of at the end of every month where I am with each. And it's not great. It, 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 and what, A Photoshop file? Uh, well, yeah, I'll take the uh, names off of it sometime and show you. But yeah, it's it's. It's the only way I could figure out to do it. Oh, well, why not a spreadsheet? I don't, I don't know how to do spreadsheets. Say, I, I you don't I have do to know well. how to do spreadsheets. You don't have. <laughs> oh God! But listen, I don't have to because we're.
1: That's okay. I have my business planning in Microsoft
2: uh, Paint. <laughs> <laughs> I should have I should have loaded a drum roll uh, uh, sound effect on here because they're, they, they, I don't have to I don't have to do this in spreadsheets anymore. They are going to roll out a baked in way of handling people who have uh, pledges that pay out every second, third, fourth. Oh. Uh, pledge. They're gonna build that in. That's awesome. Yo, yes, it is. It, it, and so you're not going to have to do this and it'll it'll basically either fire off the reward or fire off a message to you that this person gets XYZ reward. Uh, that's coming up and that's something another thing that you want you're going to want to bookmark and go back to patreon.com/apps. So they've really opened up the apps. And the big one we've all uh, known about and talked about, the WordPress uh, API, the plugin that makes Patreon work on your WordPress site. That was a huge one. And that's something I've got great hopes for and, and I'm currently trying to implement it myself. Right now they say they've got 20 platform integrations with 30 on the way by the end of the year. And the most important one of this is merchandising. Tell us more. You can ex- they, 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 they hinted towards it. I, I don't want to hold them to this, but here's what they said. You can ex- offer exclusive merchandise, discount codes, and benefit fulfillment. Now... Does this mean – when they say benefit fulfillment, I, I immediately got excited because does this mean that I can ship them a box of Evil Ink books, for example, and then they will ship to the patron in question the book when – it's time for them to get a book will they aggregate that and so if i'm a patreon if i'm a patreon supporter of three artists and i got three books from three different people coming to me will they aggregate that and save money on shipping by shipping i don't know any of what that means all i know is i get very excited when i hear that patreon wants to get involved with benefit fulfillment
0: yeah that could solve a lot of problems for a
2: lot of people Right. And and I want to stress this. They never said the word shipping. Yeah. Okay. No, I they're going to put them they're, in a way to avoid saying here. that they at all. They never gone. said the word shipping. They said benefit fulfillment, and that can mean a wide range of things, but the fact that they're but they're talking about, you know, merchandise, it sounds like they're walking towards this at least.
0: Well, I mean, hmm. it, if their whole thing is setting up these APIs with different companies, which they are, and there's a lot by the way, like go go to that patreon.com slash apps. You know, not just the WordPress plugin, but they've got stuff for Google Sheets, MailChimp, uh, Discord and Discourse. Yes. Um, they've got some that they built themselves.
1: What, why would they want to get into fulfillment if only thirteen percent of people want physical rewards? Because
2: thirty-six percent say it's exclu- exclusive content. And if you can make a physical reward exclusive content easily, it's a it's a whole in one
0: true i think also it could be something that could bring more people into patreon you know there are people that want to do a physical thing now it could be that they themselves aren't looking into doing fulfillment it could be that they're looking to partner with someone who's already doing fulfillment right yeah and setting up an api that is just going to send the the information over and then you're you're just on the hook to get your stuff to the to the people that are doing the fulfillment, right? Yeah. It could
2: be very similar to BackerKit, where, right. where you know, be, you know, the, the BackerKit is making it very easy for you to do it, but you still have to do the physical shipping and pay for that and so forth. Uh, so, I, I don't, I don't know exactly what it's going to be. Although Corey, your point is exactly right. It, it's most likely going to be something that they partner with somebody else and it would make sense to do that with a with a group like backer kit
0: yeah it would be silly for them to set up well i I don't think it would silly is the wrong word it would be difficult for them to set up their own internal you know management fulfillment you're talking about warehouses a bunch of additional staff um, you know back end that they probably don't have right now it's it's a physical and logistical nightmare
2: yeah no you're you're absolutely right but I'm, I'm super, even if they had something that made it easier than it is right now and gave you that flexibility to do a physical reward and do a, uh, uh, you know, do an exclusive that way, I think it would be, I think it would be fantastic. Yeah. I think, I still think you've got to be very careful on physical rewards, uh, because you know, you're like I said before, you're, you're giving your money back on shipping, but just having a better way of tracking this would be a, a huge benefit. Yeah, it would. And so here's another uh, another thing that they talked about, uh, and and very much they they so they said they've got over forty different creator types. On Patreon. In other words, if you asked me, I would have said a dozen, right? Podcaster, yeah, that's YouTuber, webcomic artist, writer, you know, this and that. Uh, they said that they they delineate 40 different types of people and entities using Patreon. And what they're seeing is that a lot of us, you know, what has happened in web comics is not unique. We all started on free websites, which were not free, which were actually ad based. And we're all having to ship. Uh, I'm, star- I'm sorry, we're all having to shift from an ad-based system to a subscription system. And they said that they wanted to be involved in that too. And they said, the first thing is that that takes education. This is something that you need to be talking about over and over and over again. Even though you feel like you're repeating yourself, your messaging has to be repetitive on social media and so forth. Uh, One person pointed out that users will hear a call to action seven times before they take action. So, I, just to put it out there for our listeners, I know you're you feel as if you repeat yourself. I know you feel as if you're boring people because you said this all before seven times. They got to hear it. And remember, on social media, every time you put a message out, there's no guarantee that that person who's following you is going to hear every message. So you've got to yeah, with you know,
0: algorithmic messaging, there's no guarantee that anybody's even going to see it at this absolutely.
2: point. Absolutely. Oh well, that's my next great point. So. If I told you that Patreon tracked how people become patrons and, and like the the channels that they travel to get there. And I told you social media was one of them. Give me a guess as the percentage.
0: How Like how much social media is compared to yep, other stuff? Yeah, how
2: many people arrive through social media as opposed to other messaging?
0: I would say hmm. more people arrive direct than through social media. Direct meaning directly from the thing they mm-hmm. love. Rather than through social media. Give me
2: a guess. You're waffling. Give me a number.
0: Oh, the number. You mean the percentage of people that come from yep. social media? God, I think it would be very low, like 15 to 20%. I'm going to say
2: 20? 25%. 25%. 25%. Well, listen, you guys are, I see, I would have guessed way different. It, it's actually 40% that come through 40? social media. But what that means is for those of us like me, and this is a mistake that I clearly made. Well, a little bit. Uh, it, it, I would have said social media was like 80%, right? And most of my messaging goes out through social media. If you had yeah. the same headspace that I did, you left 60% on the table. So here are some of those other ways that people come to Patreon. Now, this one I've I got a slam dunk on. Your own website, obviously. And yeah, it, uh, as I mentioned on webcomics.com just this week, if – you are like me and you took all the ads off your website because you just weren't making money. That space didn't devaluate when you did that. That space that you used to offer advertisers is still valuable. So take that value from it yourself. You should be running house ads or any kind of promotion, especially if you hard code it into your site. If it's part of your site, ad blockers aren't going to strip it out. If you're not using Scripting right. to put it in, they're not going to script it out. So you should be absolutely doing uh, aggressive Patreon outreach on your website, and that was the number one uh, of the of the sixty percent. Other was your website. Uh, the other ones on the list, I'll just run down to get your comments on fan forums. Which, by the way, I thought those disappeared with the old Keenspot message board, but I guess they're still out there.
1: No, they're they're still out there.
2: Email slash newsletter. No school like the old school. Those email newsletters and email groups are still real strong. Events, cons and shows, paid advertising, collaborations, and and I don't know who this is coming from. Phone calls. Oh stop. Phone calls. Remember, Come on, remember else. 40 different creator categories. Some of those oh, are that's uh, true, uh, not yeah, creators. They might be organizations. They might be charities. They might be yeah. any number of different things.
0: Can you can you be a charity on Patreon now? I thought that I was don't a know. no-no.
1: So I don't know is the advertising just done?
0: I we gotta we're gonna have to do a whole other <laughs> thing about advertising, <laughs> man, because
1: there's some weird
2: stuff going is on there? right now. Well, yeah. Oh, let's yeah. let's oh, leave that for uh, for its own because I'm I'm so, I. So
1: let me ask you a question then. Since I'll try I'll try to keep it on the topic, and you guys can decide if this is something we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Would we be better served removing all ads and replacing them with advertising for our Patreon?
2: I can tell you that that's exactly what I did. And having just done my taxes for this year, I had my best year that I've ever had, even even compared to when I was working a day job and doing web comics at the height of the advertising and comic convention uh, swing. Uh, it's night and day. I've I, I've never been doing better than and I hate saying that out loud because <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but in the in the interest <laughs> of sharing information. I did exactly what you're describing, and it's been wonderful. And and I don't get those notes every now and again that say uh, I went to your site and it hijacked my iPhone, or I went to my site, your site, and I got this bizarre FaceBinks ad that says I can get an iPad through Evil Link and all that shit that stuff right that's
0: that's
1: our biggest problem
0: right now is we're we're playing whack-a-mole with iphone advertisers
1: we're but we're not in that position right we're still making too much on ads no yeah
0: so this and i god i wish we could uh because advertising eats up so much of my day um we are not there yet i think that I think that it's a case-by-case basis. I would I would love to be there, but part of that is our fault because if we want to get to there, like if that was our goal, in two years, we don't want to have advertising on the sites anymore. We'd have to really aggressively go after membership services.
1: I, I agree with you, Corey. I think that we may not be ready for it, but I think that it's a noble goal to get our Patreons to a point where, where we could say, we're going to replace our ads with
0: no. I 100 I uh, agree. In
1: house ads for okay. it's the
0: that's the because uh, that's I feel like it's the future of the web in a lot of ways. It, advertising is yeah. Uh, you know, you already see it. Okay, think about it like this: we're already seeing it with news agencies and you can't read more than 3 Washington true, Post true. things before I, yeah. you're behind but, a paywall
1: well but i have no problem paying for the news here's my question to you reader turnover is exists and yeah. and so my question is as as content creators i feel like we trained an audience to dis- to dislike subscription services but now that it's changed will the will the audience accept Subscription services for content over advertising—is that where we're headed um, in the in the reader demand?
0: I don't know, man. It, it's we've got a whole new generation of people hitting the web now. You know, you've got mm-hmm. you've got uh, eighteen to thirty-five year olds. Uh, well, thirty-five is a little old, but you've got you've got this group of people now that have grown up with the internet, right? So they've become accustomed to certain ideas like. Advertising sucks and install an ad blocker. I mean, we've we've seen yeah. our ad blocker because we you can track ad blockers on your site. You can put a little pixel on the site and it'll tell you if somebody's using an ad blocker. We've seen our numbers increase to almost 50% of people coming to our sites using ad blockers.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I that, don't
0: doubt it. that has really taken a toll on the advertising. You know, the the biggest problem with converting to a subscription service full time is that it's a, I mean, it's a job. We've had sort of a crazy six to seven months at our company, mm-hmm. uh, professionally and yeah. personally. Um, we've talked After about a year
1: it. of a crazy year. Right.
0: So, you know, we're at least seven months behind on updates on the PVP Patreon, bare minimum. You know, that it's become a whole nother job in and of itself. Like we have to, restructure our small company of three people and make it one person's full-time job to run that community. And that's, that's a huge shift from the way we've been doing it. I mean, I'm still right now, I'm, I've got 20 or 30 emails from people saying that their phone is getting hijacked by this iPhone thing. And Um, it's like, I, I'm going to have to spend a whole day with our advertisers hunting down this one horrible advertiser and crushing them. And then, and you know, when we do it, we don't just get rid of it on our site. I go after them. I get them banned from Google because if it's affecting us, it's affecting other people. The problem is the second I get that advertiser banned, there's another advertiser, right? They can start (laughs) ready to take their place. Right. And, and Google as a platform, they're not paying attention to it as much as they should. They know Mm -hmm. it's, they know it's a problem but they also know that every time an ad gets clicked they make a little money right <laughs> so they're they're just kind of willingly turning a blind eye it's the same problem that we're having with a lot of these platforms right now you know youtube is sort of going oh well we can't control our content and twitter is <laughs> twitter going whoa we can't really control our content you know everybody wants to say that because that's how they they've built these these monetization platforms around it i would right. love to shift all of our stuff to a Uh, not a hundred percent behind a paywall, but there's a lot of content behind this paywall. Mm -hmm. And if you really love this thing, you know, you'll, you'll pay to get access to it. And I think that that's the future. And that makes me concerned as well, because with net neutrality changing dramatically. Yes. And with us as content creators also asking for money, now, users of the internet are going to get hit with, you're going to get hit with AT&T saying, oh, you want you want the digital fun fun pack that includes, you know, high speed access to all of these sites? Well, it's $4.99 a month. And right. then they're going to come to our site because they paid for the digital fun fun pack. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're going to get access to our site now. And now our site is going to go, hey, you want the extra content that we've got? It's a buck. Right. So now the whole internet is shifting toward this and people are going to get hit two, three, four times. That's, that's scary. That's a little dangerous. We've got, we're going to have to find the balance. We're going to have to find the the tip.
2: No, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and that's brings us over to this issue. And and I was going to mention this earlier when we were talking about the difference between a tip jar and and, and uh, exclusive content. Uh, what does, moving towards subscriptions and away from tip jar also mean it means that in many cases you're walking away from those one dollar and two dollar uh patrons and uh, that were the source of all the angst last december when patreon right. announced its server fee uh situation that caused such an uproar and that's where i've got a little bit of gossip to share with you guys so we're we're, we're at Patreon uh, on tour in New York, and it's it's a love-in. It's a love-in, uh, except for the one or two people who uh, asked a question and pronounced a Patreon that kind of got a, a couple of uh, askance views from people like myself. It was pretty much a lot of love in the room. And uh, and we're, we're almost through the whole thing. And one woman in the back brings up the topic of the service freeze from December, and she she's instantly very aggressive she's very pointed she it, she feels strongly about this clearly she opened with how horrible the rollout was and and then added that she felt her podcast led the charge against this uh, situation and then she did that thing where you pause for an applause break no and it didn't happen
0: what back up <laughs> <laughs>
2: so she said that she was one of the people that was leading the charge against Patreon's service fees and where she thought a big applause was going to happen but uh it didn't nobody so, so so she so she kind of pressed on she might have gotten a couple of errant claps here but it wasn't an applause break and then uh, you know, maybe maybe some of the other creators just uh, thought, you know, leave well enough alone. She goes on and she's really, you know, you promised us that we'd hear more about this. It's been three months. Uh, you know, where, where are we headed? So there's a young guy standing up front there, right, uh, in his 20s or something, and he's representing Patreon. And, and so, of course, he opens with exactly the sentence that you expect him to open with, and that is... We realized that when we made this announcement, we handled it very poorly. He gets that far and she interrupts him. No, no, no. Wasn't only the rollout. The rollout was bad and the service fee is bad. They're all bad. And if you don't fix it, I don't want to be part of Patreon anymore. Now, not only does she not get an applause break, but now there's people turning around because she's in the very back of the room. There's people turning around telling her to shut up and sit down. In oh. other words, in other words, not only it, it, and and I don't want to. I'm trying to do this as fairly as I can because you know I got feelings about this, uh, but it might have been like, hey, we're here to talk about data. Let's not get off track. It might have been people who did the math, like we talked about in an earlier surviving creativity, and realized that they might be doing a little bit better off under the new service fee situation. Uh, but it, so then the representative at the top did a brilliant, beautiful job of defusing the situation and said, well, listen, I would be, in fact, it's part of the reason we're here today is if you want to talk about this subject at length, I'm here to listen to you. And uh, he said, here, here's where we stand. Uh, we, we did a bad job on the rollout. It's a problem that still exists. It's a problem that's going to have to be addressed. And when we address that, we're going to try to learn from our previous mistake and, you know, have you guys involved and, and so on and so forth. And, and we, they, he said that they brought a, a person in specifically for this task. And he's somebody that's got, he said between 20 and 30, I didn't make a note, uh, but a, a number of years of processing internet payments. Well, Jesus, it can't be 30. So I'm going to say it's 20 years of uh, specifically on the side of internet payment processing. Uh, and that this is going to be his job is to figure out how to address this problem. But he, he said, it's still a problem. It isn't going away. And we're going to have to do something about it. And that's when she you know, reiterated that it better not be a service fee and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know uh, this uh, to be true, but uh, I would be willing to bet that that's part of what they're backing away from in, in, in stressing that they're a subscription service is they're trying to get away from those $1 and $2 pledges that really caused the crux of the uh, uh, outroar uh, uh, during this service fee situation.
0: Hmm. Okay. Now, if you're listening to this uh-uh. and potentially angering you, just, <laughs> just hear me, okay? Just listen and don't get upset. There are better services for one and two dollar recurring payments than patreon yeah and you should be using them anyway and if you've got one and two dollar patron you should be sending them in that direction there are better ones because at the end of the day patreon is going to have to make this shift yeah it's it's Fiscally impossible for them to keep doing it. The only way around it is an aggregation which requires them to do some sort of internal wallet. And this is something that some companies do. Both Sony and Xbox, Microsoft and Sony both, have a wallet. Right. uh, That is like a digital wallet that you load money into and then you spend that money to purchase stuff. That's the only way that I know of. It's like carnival tickets. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So the only way around this is if Patreon develops essentially a currency, an in an in platform currency that you load cash into and then dole out. So if they if they have uh, uh, patrons and it doesn't have to be tickets, but it can it can just be money like Sony switched to money recently. It's just money. Mm -hmm. You put twenty dollars in your wallet and then you spend it on stuff. And that means the wallet always ends up with some weird number. I mean, you've got, I've got 98 cents in here or whatever. Right. And the the user is still going to have to eat the fee. So here's the thing. You're going to lose more people by this wallet thing than by a service fee for $1 and $2. And the reason why is because if they can only afford to give you a buck or whatever, they're not going to be able to afford a one-time you know, upload of $20 to their account. And then how do you get them to do that every month? Right. How do you get, how do you convince not, not you? How do you convince a user that it's cool to just give, you know, Oh, we're just going to charge your card X number of dollars every X number of months. And then you can dole it out at your will. Is that a yearly fee? Is that a quarterly fee? Is that a monthly fee? Is that, how do you do that? Right. You don't, it's very, it's confusing (laughs) to the end user. And those are the people that Patreon is going to have to be worried about. They, they have, they have a difficult road to walk because they have to worry about the creators using their platform, but they also have to think about the, the users coming to their platform to support those creators. They have to, they have to appease both sides. Yeah. And, you know, we're all, we're all in agreement that the rollout of this, the service fee thing was terrible. And that potentially the 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 service fee thing was terrible. I, I was not crazy about the way they were doing it. it. I felt like there it was it was a very complicated solution to the problem. Right. Not that the problem's not complicated, but it, it just didn't it seem just a little like it was just hard to understand. Yeah. and we do this as a living, and it was hard for us to understand. But at the end of the day, they're gonna do something. Oh yeah. So you should be preparing for it right now. You should be finding ways to send your one and two dollar people
2: somewhere else. It's just the interesting thing for me was that uh, we did that show on on surviving creativity here, where we talked about the service fees, and I, I I felt like you know that we were among the minority. Uh, in how we felt about that that everybody was very much on the other side and when and when she said that her podcast led the charge against this it not only not only was it a little bit quiet but i thought i even heard this and that made me feel good <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that a trombone was that just for you to get us into the 70s mood yes, for your game show,
2: show. Get ready to match the stars from Family Man Dylan McConus, from Ojoy Sex Toy Erica Moen, from Legacy Control Jav- Javis Ray, and from WorkMadeForHire.net Katie Lane as we play the star studded No Money Match Game 2018. Oh, this is going to be fun. Oh. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been working on this. You guys know how match game is played. Oh yeah, baby. What (laughs) is happening to my life right now? So the name of the game is match game. I'm going to read a sentence, leave a blank, and you are going to fill in the blank. The number of times that you match one of our celebrity guests, you get a point. Okay, cool. All right, Scott, Mm -hmm. you're going first. A bald man complained. My wife thinks my head is an egg. Last night she tried to blanket. <laughs> what the fuck? That's your thinking music. You get some music to think by.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Now, am I- <laughs>
2: being told up front which celebrity I'm trying to match, I just want to match nope, any celebrity. No, nope. You, I've got four celebrities for you. Okay, and you uh, get a point last, for every time you match them.
1: Last night, uh, she tried to hatch it.
2: She tried to hatch it. I think that's a good one. All right, so let's go over to our uh, celebrity guests. Uh, First up, we've got Dylan McConus. Dylan, you've got some exciting things coming our way from Oni Press, don't you?
1: Uh, That is correct, Bradley. Thank you so
0: much for mentioning it. Uh, Coming this July from Oni Press, my new 10-issue series, The Long Con, is about what happens when uh, the apocalypse strikes during a Comic-Con and everybody is trapped inside for years on end.
2: Oh man, that's fantastic. Hey, so let's hear what you've got for our first question. A bald man complained, My wife thinks my head is an egg. Last night she tried to blanket.
0: Soft boil it in a bowl of ramen bone broth.
2: <laughs> what the shit, Dylan? So I'm afraid not a match. We go over to Erica Moen. Erica, what did you get for that one? Oh God. Crack it. Crack it. Uh, crack hatch you know what bing bing i'm gonna give that a match crack and hatch are pretty much the same oh. now we're going over to <laughs> crack and hatch i'll give you that going over to javis ray javis is from he does a comic called legacy control uh, he also does uh not safe for work comics on patreon uh, just like me isn't that right javis i do it's uh patreon.com forward slash legacy control all right javis uh here's your question. A bald man complained, my wife thinks my head is an egg oh last God. night she tried to blanket <laughs> she uh she tried to poach it poach ah not a match and now we go over to <laughs> uh oh our <laughs> 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 okay now we go over to. Our friend Katie Lane from Work Made for Hire. Katie, what do you have for the answer to this question?
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Last night, she tried to scramble it.
2: Scramble. Oh, I'm afraid Mm -hmm. not a match for you. So, Scott, you've got one point. Okay. Now, come on. You got to admit, is this not cool or what? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm, pretty, uh, I'm
2: pretty impressed oh god oh god okay all right so now Corey, we yes, come sir. to your question
0: i'm more ready for this than i've been for anything
2: ever uh, oh my god you, this is gonna be great all right so uh cory here is your question oh <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Terry said, it's tough being married to a cartoonist every time we make love, he blanks. Um, <laughs> wh- what?
1: <laughs>
0: what?
2: <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm putting the thinking music in there. Terry said it's tough to being married to a cartoonist every time we make love, he blanks.
1: Hit the music again.
2: All right, Corey, time's up. We need your answer. He
0: captions the scene. <laughs> he
2: captions the scene. He captions it. All right, very good. Uh, Dylan, we need it, we need your answer here. Uh question number eight. Terry says it's tough being married to a cartoonist. What happens every time they make love?
0: Oh, oh, I've got I've got one for this. Uh uh, hmm, hmm. He wants to
2: try a different layout. <laughs> <laughs> a different layout. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a great that answer. Is a great answer. <laughs> All right, and next we're going over to Erica. Erica, when's the next Ojoy oh Sex Toy book coming out?
1: Well, actually, we're getting ready to, to do our next Kickstarter, which will be in April. So, <laughs> yeah, and this time um, we're switching things up, and it, I don't know if I'm allowed to announce what it is yet, but we're, we're doing something a bit different book-wise. You're going to like it.
2: <laughs> All right, well, tell us what your answer is to, uh, Terry says it's tough being married to a cartoonist.
0: Cries.
2: Cries <laughs> Wow <laughs> And Javis Ray Javis, what would you have for that one? draws bigger boobs on me <laughs> draws bigger boobs on me And Katie, we know Katie from work made for hire.net.
0: That's true, your favorite internet attorney for all things uh fun and and comic-y
2: All right, Katie. Terry said, it's tough being married to a cartoonist. Every time we make love, he?
1: (laughs) Uh, Critiques it.
2: Critiques it. Okay, well, Corey, it looks like you got no winnings on that one. Scott, you win one to nothing. That means you win the match game. You get to decide how Corey does the closing credits.
1: Sorry. I'm just so in shock. (laughs) What is happening to our show? Creepy. Thank you for that walk down the webcomics halls of presidents with the animatronic. The way you were talking to those recordings (laughs) is (laughs) what I'm
2: I've been working on that one. For weeks in the shower, three weeks ago, I've been wanting to figure out how because Family Feud I thought went pretty good. And I thought, what I really want to do is match game, but I can't figure out how to do it. And then it just hit me in the shower that I could pre record these bits, put them up on soundboard here on Zencaster, and just play their responses.
1: (laughs) It's crazy. Uh, Corey, you need to read the outro this week as. A little girl skipping to school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm undefeated on the outro.
0: Yeah, I know. It's bullshit. It's hard to bear. <laughs> and here's the worst part is as soon as we beat you, we've got to come up with the worst possible way for you to read the outro. <laughs>
1: well, good luck. Cause on beating me, because I'm
2: good at this stuff.
0: To be fair, comparatively, yeah. my question was
2: impossible. <laughs> Well, listen. I've got um, I've got eight questions. I can come. I can I can be prepared to do another question. <laughs> oh, like this. No, no.
0: This is this is good. So that means that next week, Scott, you're you're in trouble. <laughs> we'll
1: see.
0: I also think I also think that if we ever tie, then Brad has to read the outro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and it's using of our I'll take those. Yeah, odds. I love it. I'll take those odds.
0: Uh, okay, a, a little girl skipping to school. Mm -hmm. Let me think about it (laughs)
1: Mm.
2: Mm. Hold on Hold on, Corey, are you still Corey, are you still thinking?
0: Yeah, no, you didn't lose me You didn't lose me
2: (laughs) It doesn't help It doesn't help
0: You've us say to Surviving Creativity. The show about following your dreams, becoming your own boss, and surviving the process. <laughs> your co-hosts are Scott Kern from the PvP of the Table Titans, and Corey Custody, business manager of Hat Studios, and Brad Gaga. Uh, he makes evil ink and webcomics.com if you like the show go to itoads and put the stars on it <laughs> and if you want to support the show go to
1: patreon.com slash survivor creativity <laughs> okay thank you and put the That's stars beautiful. on it that was great and put the stars on it and put the stars on it